Good morning and welcome to the Aussie Mindset Mentor. My name's Selena and if you haven't subscribed, please do to help this podcast grow. So today's word is truth. Like wars have been started, friendships have been ended and love has been lost because of what each of us believe the truth was when it didn't align with the other party and what they thought was the truth. I base all my coaching on only three things, and one of them is this phrase, the measure of truth is effectiveness. I'll say that again. The measure of truth is effectiveness. It's a tough one to explain without actually coaching someone. However, it's so important, I'm going to try. So let's break it down. Firstly, let's look at truth. Like, well, okay, well, truth about what? Well, anything really. Even something as obvious as one plus one equals two. Like we'd all agree that was true, right? Well, I have a question. Is that only true to others who speak English? If you asked a Russian that, they wouldn't understand you, let alone agree it's true. It could be debated then that um, it's the concept or the maths that we're talking about here, where one plus one equals true. Well, right away, it becomes a conversation with perspectives. If even one plus one equals two can be questioned, how much of what we believe to be true could be questioned? Like what we think someone thinks of us, why we struggle with some things, why we keep failing at some things, why others make things look easy and we're struggling, why our parents did the things that they did. Why your first boyfriend or girlfriend said the things that they said. Everything. Consider we have built our identities and habits and our expectations based on what we believe was true of things that happened to us and around us. So that's what I'm calling the truth out of that phrase. The measure of truth is effectiveness. Anything that we think is true. So secondly, let's look at effectiveness. Well, effective at what? If we don't know what we're trying to be effective at, then how can we know if we've been effective or not? And if we don't know this, how can we know if something is true or not? Well, unconsciously, there is not a human being older than seven, and that's being generous, that hasn't formed opinions based on what they've decided is true about themselves and the world. Not only have we created these truths unconsciously, these truths run us on autopilot and they are always, always effective at creating evidence for that truth. Always. This is why we see behaviours in others that we just cannot understand and make any sense of because it is so misaligned with what we know to be true. How can they even think that way, right? Well, if we don't consciously and ongoingly create what we want to be effective at, then our unconscious will. Our lives then will be run on unconscious beliefs, and these are nearly always self-sabotaging. The most common ones are, I'm not good enough, or I don't fit in, or I don't deserve nice things, or I'm dumb, or I'm fat and ugly, or the worst one, I'm unlovable. Imagine one of those is what you will be effective at. 
and you will be your interpretation of whatever's happening around you. So please remember, this isn't about your whole life, right? This is just what's going on in those areas of your life where you feel stuck or on that hamster wheel or you know that you're self-sabotaging, just those areas there. And it's not until we consciously go through and create what we want to be effective at that we can even start to question the truths that we made up or were told and we just believed. So what is it you want to be effective in? Well, let's do an exercise. What's something that's a recurring challenge and you just keep doing the same thing over and over, but maybe faster and stronger and you try harder each time? Maybe you go back more determined each time, but you keep doing the same thing or somewhere that you know you're self-sabotaging. If you can't come up with one, well, look, some of the common ones that I hear are marriage, weight, finding a partner, uh, job, parenting, money, business, competing at sports, in particular being judged, public speaking. And it could be that you feel that it's someone else's fault, but even if it impacts you, you can still use that subject. Can you think of one? All right, and pick just one, okay? All right, a little side note. Nearly every group I facilitate, there is always at least one person or more who can't pick just one. So if this is you, it's normal too, right? But just consider that the truth you have running is you can't get it right or you can't trust yourself or something similar like that. So maybe that can be your subject, just making a decision and not it having to be such a, a big drama or so stressful or cause anxiety. Okay, so now why do we think this happens? All right, so get, well, just to recap, so you've picked a subject. Just remember that subject. It could be the marriage, weight, finding a partner, etc. All right, and now we're going to question why do you think this happens? Why do the same challenges keep coming back in this and like just maybe in different ways or with different people, but the same sort of challenges. Whose fault do you think it is? Why? What happened? What keeps happening? Have you answered at least one of these questions? Well, consider that the answer is a truth that is not working for you. It is feeding unwanted outcomes. I'll give you an example. So your answer could be that your parent was never home. And as a child, it could have felt like they didn't care about you. But you cre- at the time, you created a truth called, you don't care about me. Can you imagine how this would play out in a marriage or with friends or in finding love? Sure, it'd be fine in the beginning. Like we, when we first have our partner or friends or anything, it's fine in the beginning when it's all fresh and you're consciously creating the relationship. But as time goes by and life gets busy and that relationship is sort of set, you know, so you don't really have to work on it. You're married, you've got the ring, everything else is happening. So the, the relationship's sort of a done deal. So other things become more important. So consciously, you're not giving as much time to that. Then your unconscious will take over running your life and running that part of your life from its truth, the truth that the people you love don't really care about you. 
or the impact on your health and how you treat yourself and your body. Do you even care about yourself? As an adult, if you consciously commit, you can literally relook at the reason you formed the truth and change it. So the truth that you know, don't care about me and the evidence, oh, they would listen to me if they cared or whatever it is, the evidence you build up in that relationship. If you have a look at, okay, why did I think that those I love don't care? Have a look at the different instances when you were young. You would have been a, a child or a teenager. If you were older, if what you're thinking of you are older, it's more likely that that time you're thinking about was actually evidence of your truth that you'd already formed. As an adult, you can literally relook at the reason you formed that truth and change it. Let's look at that example now from the point of view of an adult that your parents were never home and they didn't care. So you could see that your parents were working hard to provide for you and caring for you in their way. It was a different time back then. You've actually got no idea of what the expectations might have been. They were tired when they got home and they didn't have time for you then either. Well, you know, they or that maybe they didn't have the ability to care. It might have been a medical or a mental illness that you couldn't see. Look, it could be any number of other truths that you could make up for why they didn't seem to have time for you or why you think they didn't care for you. You'll know when you've found the truth about what really happened because you'll feel a weight lift. You will experience a freedom or courage to take different actions than you would have before or you'll feel a peace and compassion for yourself or others. That will be effective in breaking the cycle. That is effectiveness. So just let this in and just try it. Okay, it doesn't have to make sense to you right now. It can seem like you're cheating or, oh, you know, you can't just do that. You can't just change what you think. Well, that would be another truth. You know, when people are stubborn and they're just standing for, there'll be a truth behind what has them be so stubborn. I mean, some people would cut their nose off to spite their face. Have you heard that saying? There'll be a truth behind that that's being ineffective for them. Like if it can be debated that one plus one equals two, it's absolutely possible that your adult brain has seen things in a way a child could not comprehend and that this truth that may you made up when you were young isn't the truth and the one that you just made up then is the truth. So my phrase again, the measure of truth is effectiveness. And what I suggest for you is to just let this sit for a while. Notice an area that's repetitively frustrating or upsetting for you. And then listen to this podcast again within 24 hours. It can be a bit of a brain twister and it would certainly be a whole lot easier if I was talking to you one-on-one. And I invite you to contact me if you'd like to work through your own example and you'll really get a grasp on how this exercise can work and then you can apply it to any area of your life. I challenge you today to be kind to someone who you don't think deserves it. There'll be a truth behind that of why you think they don't. Make up a new truth that would have them be deserving. And today, let's make this a kinder world together.
Thanks for listening. Bye for now. 